Hola muchachos, Arch here, and we are betting everything with wheels. What's going on, Philip? Hey man, this is kind of like a, a weekend off, if you will. There's only two races that we care about, and uh, this is great. Next weekend is an off week for the uh, the NASCAR gang, so we'll have a, a little bit of time to catch our breath, reflect, run some more sims, and uh, you know get this get this season going the right direction. So, Steve, how you feeling, pal? Good evening. Yeah, man, take it easy on that off week stuff. We're not quite there yet. Uh, actually, we, we don't have an off weekend because we still have an F1 race next week. Yeah, yeah, and I, th I think there's IndyCar as well. So we're, we're not going to be completely off, uh, but we can we can kind of tune up the NASCAR engine that we have here uh, to get that thing cranking out some winners and uh, hope for a little bit better of a second half. So uh, I think it starts with this week, though. Let's just go ahead and, and go into the off week with with some bang. What do you say to that? I like winning. Let's let's win. Yeah, <laughs> sounds yeah. good. So, uh, last you're talking shit. Yeah, let's talk about last week because you're, you're you're talking shit, but it wasn't bad. No, no. I mean the 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 F one card was straight money. That was an ATM we opened up and uh, just just took all the cash out of the Formula One boys. Uh, the Cup side, tough man. It was tough. We we had a pretty good read, but things sort of went wrong there at the end. Uh, we were all over William Byron and. Uh, he just got a real bad set of tires, right, Steve? And that that sort of sent him sent him backwards. Yeah, I was on the way home. I was listening in the car, and uh, I was able to listen in on their in car radio, and uh, they sound like all was good. And then uh, I guess the car just uh, completely lost the balance when they put the new set of tires on. He's a lot more loose than he was throughout the whole day on that run. So, and then when you lose track position at Gateway track like that, it's hard to recover, unfortunately. Yeah, man. And, you know, we, we had him for a, a top three, a top five. We had him over Kyle Larson uh, on a day when when Willie B was probably the best Hendrick car. Uh, Larson took two tires, flipped his his uh, track position and won that head to head. Uh, we were also all over Ryan Blaney against Joey Logano. That matchup was covered for about 98 percent of the race and a late caution ruined that one as well. Uh, just some real bad luck, man, on the cup side. It continues to be that way. Uh, but we keep finding fast cars, so let's do that again. We're we're going to Sonoma, Steve. We're going to wine country, and we're taking on a road course. What, what do we need to be looking at? Yeah, when you say uh, find some fast cars, I think we're on the right track already this week. Um, had the practice session today for Xfinity. Um as you mentioned, we're in California. We got the road course week. I uh, haven't been to a road course since Circuit of the Americas, and that was back on, uh, uh, what was that, March. So uh, got some time in between here in these road courses. So uh, I think on the cup side, it's going to be a little more unpredictable because we just haven't ha we don't have a whole lot of data points to pull from this year. We have some stuff to look at from last year to kind of lean on and maybe a little bit of track history. But um for the Xfinity side, uh, these guys have never been here at Sonoma, so kind of uh, we'll get into the to our selections, but uh, that's kind of what we're looking at is uh, a lot of unknowns so far. Yeah, man, uh, this is the first time the Xfinity boys have ever been here. It's a 1.99 mile circuit. Uh, there's a lot of elevation change on this one. Um, I think it's like 160 feet worth, so there's a lot of hills. There's a lot of up and downs. Uh, there's a a big uphill, like winding turn into turn two. And then, you know, when you're coming home, there's a, a tight, tight hairpin turn, kind of kind of like Martinsville, except it's a left. So a lot of dive bombs going on in there. This is a cool track. It's very technical. And, you know, what we're going to see is hopefully something a little bit better than last week in the Xfinity series when we were on John Hunter and Nemechek and Sheldon Creed went ahead and ruined our day. So, uh, this week, though, a lot of Cup Series guys in the mix. So this is an absolutely stacked field. Who do we have, uh, you know, going at it, Steve? Yeah, absolutely. We got a lot, like you said, a lot of Cup guys. We had a, an ARCA race tonight. Ryan Priest was in that. He won that race. So a little bit of a keep keep note of that, I guess, if you want for Sunday's race. I'm gonna go ahead uh, and ignore it. <laughs> I mean that's fine too. I mean you know, <laughs> it's just an arca race. Yeah, I, I think it was him and Sammy Smith, and then about the rest of the field was pretty much no names. So right. Um, 
not too much to pull from there. Uh, but for the Xfinity race, we have um, we got, we got obviously you got Kyle Larson, um, you got Ty Gibbs, AJ Allmendinger, of course, you know his uh, prowess at road courses. Me amigo, we got Suarez, so we get some track time for him. We got Eric Almarola, um, Ross, that's right, Ross Chastain. So I mean, that, that's a decent sample size of people. I'm not sure if I'm missing anyone else, but. Uh, obviously, we have Cole Custer. As, you know, he used to be a Cup guy. I expect good things from him. He won last year's road course race, so you have a lot of experience going into tomorrow. That's for sure. Yeah, big time. So uh, with that, a lot of the uh, regular Xfinity Series guys are like super long shots. Um, you know, there's there's value all down the board. Luckily, we locked into Kyle Larson pre-flop over in the book club at plus two twenty-five. Hmm. And his number now is plus 110. Uh, so, you know, we, we're on the right side of that. He was super fast. He looks untouchable. I mean, he's a half second faster than the rest of the field. Um, but you have to go all the way down to Cole Custer, 16 to 1, before you see an Xfinity guy. Then Sheldon Creed, 16 to 1. John Hunter Nemechek, 20 to 1. Austin Hill, 25 to 1. Are you interested in any of those guys, or is it just going to be the Kyle Larson show tomorrow? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not opposed to maybe – Looking at you know a long shot or two, but I'm kind of liking where we're at. Can you, I mean, we cut Larson in half from 225, so that's a really good sign. Uh, th- you, this would take uh, you would take take some chaos for someone else to get up there and take over this race because I mean, you know at, as they mentioned earlier in the year, uh, road courses this year no stage breaks, so this should be relatively clean green flag racing. And uh, we saw, like you said, Larson in practice is going to have raw pace, you know, five, six tenths better. And then, and that's better than, you know, a guy like AJ Allmendinger, he's dominated road course races. So you have a guy like Larson that has that kind of gap on second. I'm not sure the field has a chance. <laughs> maybe, you know, look at a guy, maybe, maybe take another top three for, you know, but beyond that, I'm just going to ride Larson all the way tomorrow yeah I, I like i like larson a lot um you know especially in my household where if i root <laughs> against larson then i'm you know i'm sleeping on the couch for two weeks so uh it's good that we we found a way to bet on this guy this week even if it's not in cup uh so i really like it um i was interested steve in austin hill over ross chastain that that caught my eye um you know in this format there's no more stage break caution so it's going to be a a continuous loop obviously there's going to be some chaos these guys are going to find some accidents um but with the potential for green flag stops that rcr pit crew um you know of austin hill should have an advantage austin hill has been pretty good on road courses before probably has an equipment advantage over ross chastain what do you think of that play right well i think you nailed it right there it's all about the equipment right the Chastain's run with this team multiple times this year. I mean, he's and he's been running, you know, fifteenth, twentieth uh, on raw pace throughout the course of a race. So I, I think even in in the practice session, he was complaining about not having power steering the whole time. So we know the car could have some gremlins. Uh, you know, the pace hasn't been there. Uh, you look at Austin Hill; he's shown a lot of consistency this year. So. Take a guy like that. I, I like this practice times. Looks like Chastain is falling off a little bit on the long run. Looks like Austin Hill is uh, pretty steady, pretty firm throughout the course of his five laps of data I have here. So um, certainly like uh, where we're at there with Austin Hill. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I like betting on him every week. I didn't want to ruin my my streak that I had going here, so I uh, just wanted to get him on the card somehow. <laughs> Uh, so there, there we go. That that's that's how I choose to do it. What sir do you like going forward? I know you got a couple top three plays. Tell me about them. Yeah, a couple top threes. I kind of played. I kind of liked uh, pre-practice. Uh, if you look at anybody outside of the Larson Almondinger camp, uh, you, you have to look at Ty Gibbs. I think, and he was going off at plus one forty. I think he's still at plus one forty at this point. Um, I, I, again, I would probably not take him to win, but I'd certainly consider him for a top three finish at plus 140. Lap times were okay. I don't think he had the, you know, I don't think he had a chance to really show his potential in practice. I'm seeing you know, minimal runs for him, a couple laps that were quite a bit off. So 
uh, kind of an kind of an eventful practice session. Had a red flag. Had some some guys going into the tires. Josh Berry specifically being that guy that kind of caused that red flag. So kind of a uh, saw some action in practice. Uh, hopefully, you know, Ty Gibbs is pretty steady. Uh, when his first uh, in Xfinity, won his first race ever at the at Daytona, uh, Daytona Road Course. So going back to a Sonoma here. Um, Hopefully, just bring that car to the finish line. Uh, and then uh, we have John Hunter who uh, we were on last week. Feels like his odds were pretty long, like longer than I think they should be this week. Uh, you got him for plus 600 for a top three finish. I, it's just, that just feels it's way too quite long. long to me. Yeah. I mean, he had a chance to win the race last week before Sheldon Creed kind of cleared him out, unfortunately. That kind of hurt. Uh, pace was good. Uh, he's had a fast car all year, so I don't see any reason why he can't play a number like this and uh, you know try to get uh, the best side of Larson, the best side of John Hunter. Yeah, dude, John Hunter was an absolute rocket ship last week. He had the long run car. Um, you know, I think he finished second in both of the first two stages. Um, you know, Sheldon Creed pinched him there, and he, you know. He, John Hunter, I guess, spun him out. It, it didn't look like it was malicious to me, but Creed took exception to it and then uh, spun our boy out in the third stage. Uh, kind of ruined Creed's race as well. So it was kind of a, a boneheaded move, in my my opinion. Um, probably could have been avoided if, if you know, JHN kind of moved over and, and let Creed by, maybe run him down after that. So just a real shitty situation. I was at work, too all weekend so it compounded my misery you know i lost some loot on that plus i was at work so it was just just terrible all the way around um hopefully though you know the, this this john hunter team can put it behind them they had a fast race car last week let's dial it in this week and and go get a top three for us also steve the the top five number was way super long it was three to one mm. i thought that was like the best bargain on the board yeah, I, I like that top five, too. I, it wasn't available for me to play, so I just went ahead and locked in the top three. But, yeah, I think plus 300, that's that's fantastic. Uh, certainly, again, it kind of favors the guys who have, you know, the raw speed, like Sean Hunter with this, you know, the deal here with uh, pretty much green flag racing from start to finish as long as you don't get anything crazy going on with no stage breaks. Yeah, and, you know, you said it was unavailable to you. Uh, it was 3-1 to one <laughs> over at Bet365. I'll tell you, Arch, um, this week was a, it was a tough one for me. Also, not only have I worked 13 days in a row, you know, yes. just saving American democracy, but I was also banned at Bet365. I'm no longer able to play. I, I'm trying not to cry on camera, which I think is important. You have to show strength, you know, when, when times get rough. But I'm not allowed to play at Bet365 anymore. So I had Egg put me in, you know, and I, I just, I hope, you know, by us using Egg's real name of egg that it keeps him off the the radar as well okay hopefully well fingers crossed yeah but now yeah. you can still play at bet 365 right uh, yeah because I, I only play for small small potatoes you you guys know my methodology i've been transferring all my money to one sports book pinnacle yes pinnacle and they just need racing and then they would be perfect they would be perfect you'd be living here now in Canada. i would be on your couch yeah right <laughs> yeah but yeah bet 365 it turns out they are also criminals who knew oh, I, it's just it's worse than the american government i'm surrounded by by law breaking so let's move on something I we think could we need play. To move on yep. yeah yeah because like, so, nothing's worse play. than the american government all right, right, moving right. On. <laughs> uh you're on justin allgaier over daniel suarez over over me amigo which seems just it, it feels it feels wrong steve because we're on we're on me amigo on sunday so why are we on ja over over my spanish friend yeah so i mean i like this a lot before the practice session today uh, i mean uh, not much of a surprise but <laughs> justin algari once again not having the best practice session um not the first time you've seen that um but you, you look at suarez i mean a little bit of an unknown here. I mean, you know how good he is on road courses. What we don't know is how good that 07 car is. Uh, normally, that's run with you know Ford, but uh, Suarez is, is a Chevy driver. He need a, you know, needs a ride to kind of uh, get some track time for tomorrow. So 
normally we see Natalie Decker running this car. She uh, sucks. <laughs> so the, that's kind of a barometer that we have for that. Yeah, she's, uh, she is not good. You know, I just and, don't. I mean, she's actually really bad. So hopefully they've let her have some input on the car this week as well. Like hopefully yeah. she's hanging around the garage. That'd be great. That'd be great for us. Um, but we've seen that car run. I, I mean, I think maybe even Joe Graff's run that car a couple times. He's also year, bad. Cole, Cole Custer, I, I think last year, maybe um, he was a guy that kind of drove that car a little bit. But bottom line is that the car normally runs in the back. It's it's not a top tier car. And you're going up against a guy with all guy who, who's the top with a top tier team. So equipment play here i like how all guy looked last week at the road course too he was kind of showing some pretty good pace dude like he did he look that he did yeah. look good last week uh it, we know all this is this is a higher wear uh racetrack too for a road course so we like we like a guy that can, that's gonna be good on his equipment save his stuff where it matters the long runs and uh i like where he's at there yeah i, I like that play a lot um you know and then we we've got one more locked in i believe for xfinity this was all pre-practice we're on dan hemrick i'm gonna say that again we're, we're we're actually placing a bet on daniel hemrick to beat riley herbst uh daniel hemrick whose car caught fire spontaneously under caution last week steve you're gonna have to talk me through this daniel hemrick is my least favorite driver to ever be on <laughs> uh i know i know i know the feeling man trust me i've been hurt by him more the times than i like to admit yeah so um, but he looked good last week at Portland and I, I like where, you know, I like looking at what we saw last week and I, I, Dan Hamrick looked pretty good. I think he's been, uh, I think he's been better than what his numbers show at road courses. He's had a lot of, um, mechanical issues in the past when he's shown, you know, decent speed with, um, I believe his, yeah, Joe Gibbs racing. He had, he just had some mechanical failures but the, i think the car was was good is that normally hemrick's not a guy that i would like to back at intermediates short tracks things like that anywhere yeah i mean you know anywhere except situation like this i think he can, can get, get, get it done here versus a guy like riley herbst i think herbst uh he had a good start this season good first half but uh he's kind of gone back to uh herbst ways the last few weeks and he hasn't finished these races and this is a, a, a track where you can get into trouble uh custer's kind of outrun riley herbst once again so the cream is kind of rising here again so for me it's kind of a, i like both sides i like playing hembrick for his strength of the road course and i like fading herbst in a situation where he's kind of uh kind of lost right now yeah, I mean, if we were the kind of podcast arch that inserted sound bites when we're talking about Riley Herbst, it would be time for the one that they are who we thought they were. You know, <laughs> that, that's who this, the, the sound drop would be uh, because, yeah, he, he's he's back to last year's Herbst and the year before his Herbst. And uh, he had his fold, Steve, when he when he put together all those top 10 finishes in the beginning of the year. Uh, but yeah, he's, he's really finding a way to screw things up creatively like like usual. So uh, these are two. Two boneheaded guys, so I guess we'll go with the the lesser of the two boneheaded guys, and we'll we'll take Daniel Hemrick here and hope that his car doesn't combust again. That's it. Yeah. Um, was there anything post practice that you like from the couch cushions? I haven't had a chance to take a a good look at things. I I kind of saw what Larson did as far as that goes for the outright, and I kind kind of just leaning on what we already got. I know there's some. Had the head offers reposted over here at Bet Rivers, which is interesting. Um, I don't mind taking some leans, I guess. Sheldon Creed over Cole Custer. I think Sheldon Creed had a better car than Cole did last week. So I don't mind the side there if you have any thoughts on that one. Yeah, I, I would imagine that Creed got a pretty good talking to in the garage and, you know, said, I man. Hope so. Yeah, you, you, you took away a chance at the win there uh, because, yes, he, he he ruined John Hunter's day. You know, he, he John Hunter was out of commission after that, but it cost Creed like five or six seconds, I think, um, you know, to the leader. So it, it just – you can't run him down. It, that's just way too far back. It, it took away his chance at a dub, and he had a race-winning car. I mean, his car 
was the best car on track for probably the first 23 laps of any run. So uh, he, he really, really ruined it. And, and hopefully those guys at RCR, you know, had a talk with the kid, um, you know, and hopefully he goes back out there with the same quality equipment. I, I can see him finishing top five, which would be, that would be a heroic effort with this, this uh, cast of characters that are in the field. Um, so I like him over Custer. I think Custer kind of lucked into everything that happened last week and, and he was sort of took advantage of every situation that was thrown his way, uh, winning the stage, um, you know, because John Hunter and Creek were going at it and then winning the race, um, you know, because of all the, the, the nuclear fallout in that, that final stage. So I think Custer was a, a beneficiary of everything around him, which is great. You know, it's, it's, it's good to see him win a race. Um, but yeah, g- give me Creed over Custer this week. Yeah, I'm good with that. I, I, I'd probably take it for a half unit. Nothing crazy. Uh, just taking some uh, taking some shots to, you know, real quick. Yeah. All right, how about this one? How about, how about Sam Mayer over Josh Berry? We saw Sam Mayer go to the back of the field. Berry sort of struggled all day long. Uh, and, and, you know, Sammy was, was kind of strong. What do you think about that at, at coin flip odds? Yeah, it's an interesting one. I'm looking at lap data here just a little bit. It looks like, I mean, Josh Berry, as I mentioned, he kind of went the tire barriers earlier on. So, we you know, he's trying to push the limits, find the limits of the car. Uh, I can't pinpoint these two on who's the better driver, to be honest, on road courses. Um, Barry doesn't have a long history of road course racing like he does on the short tracks. Uh, Sam Mayer is a young guy real young guy and still learn the ropes out there didn't cleaning things up a little bit though he's gotten into less issues this year less incidents that's that's good to see gonna need that uh tomorrow so uh and as far as lap data goes uh josh berry was a little bit faster than mayor by a couple tenths so if i had to pick a side here i probably would go with josh berry because he's i saw i liked seeing a guy who's kind of a learning the car in, in practice pushing the limits and uh, kind of like Barry to be the guy that uh, kind of has, has a clean race. And uh, the number is like slightly better at minus 112 too. Yeah. So, you know, Barry, you would think um, probably has a higher ceiling, lower floor or a higher floor, lower ceiling. There we go. That's a tough one, Arch. You know, it's a, it's a tough thing to say. It really um, is. Yeah. So more consistent. You know kind of what you're getting uh, with Barry. Plus, if you give this guy three cracks at a road course, I'm sure you know he's gonna he's gonna figure it out. So you know, last weekend at Portland, I bet he put that in his notebook. We got this week here. Maybe next week is a big play on Barry kind of thing. If if you know he, he's middle of the pack and we get a good number, uh, but he's the kind of guy that that I think his learning curve is extraordinary. He he picks up on things quickly. So. I like Barry here. I, I would lean that way too. Not in a hurry to bet it, but if I had to gun to the head, I'll take Josh Barry. It's a ringing cool. endorsement. Right. Sounds good. Yeah. Don't just don't hold a gun to my head then, you know, we'll stay <laughs> off it. Yeah. Uh, should we talk about cup? Or do you Absolutely. have anything else? Nope. That's all. That's all I got for me. All right, cool, man. So, you know, you would think, Steven, you would think, that if we're on Larson and Xfinity, is this a Larson, Larson double dip, double win weekend? I can't go there because we have a. I think we have a lot more talent on the Cup side. Um, Larson, we know he is going to be the guy that kind of I think runs everybody over. We can, he kind of already showed that, in, in, obviously in practice. But we got guys. We got Reddick. We got Chase Elliott coming back this week. Um, did you see any commercials? <laughs> I have not seen any commercials yet. I'm sure uh, tomorrow night they could be uh, firing one up, though, for the Elliot's return again. Chase Elliott's the- back on Fox. I love the. I love those. I love those commercials. Said no one ever. Yeah, no, they're they're pretty awful. Um, so we've actually locked into a couple couple value plays here. One that I like a ton. Uh, we're on Michael McDowell and Tyrone Gibbs. Yeah, Ty- McDowell and Gibbs. So 
McDowell was my first was my first wager this week. So uh, McDowell kind of um, hits a lot of different points for me. Uh, he's been really good on high wear racetracks. Uh, Sonoma has pretty high tire wear. Uh, he's been ex- especially good at road courses, especially last year. Uh, so that's another bullet, um, another point there for McDowell. And he's been performing better this year, uh, Michael McDowell. Fast car last week at Gateway. I mean, he, had, he was running inside the top 10 uh, most of the day. He got chastained once, drove his way back up to the field, no problem, though, and got our top 10 cashed. So McDowell has a lot of upside this week, I feel like. So that's a very uh, – I have a lot of optimism for Michael McDowell this week. Yeah, dude. So, you know, in the data set that I used, which is, it was easy this week. I just, I used the next gen era road courses. So Michael McDowell, dude, he is third overall in average running position at 10.5. He is third in amount of time spent in the top 15. He is third in driver rating. And this is with Reddick, Elliott, Kyle Larson, Syndra. I mean, all the all the hitters on road courses, and and then you got this guy Michael McDowell crashing the party. Uh, he's fifth in average finish um, in the last ten percent of the race. So, like at the ninety percent race completion mark, his average position is six point six. So, um, yes, he's got a negative closer rate. It's it's pretty bad, um, but you can kind of attribute that to all the the late race chaos and cautions and and all that sort of thing. But he puts himself in position to cash these bets week after week. So, you know, at Sonoma in 2022, uh, at the 90% mark, he was running third. He finished third. So, you know, he he, he flipped the old bird to, to these negative regression uh, closer rates. I heard he's a guy who doesn't even care about him. So, uh, you know, this year, he was seventh at the, the 90% completed mark uh, at Coda. So this is a guy that can boogie around road courses. It, it, he's never one on one, so I mean that number reflects it: forty-five to one, forty to one, something like that. Uh, but you're going to get a guy that's going to qualify well. Um, you're going to get a guy that that is well versed on turning right and left. So I like it. Forty to one feels like a, a pretty good value, but the the top ten number at plus one twenty-five, I think, is a hammer spot. What do you think? Yeah, that's that's where I landed too. I mean, I'm on McDowell pretty heavily this week. I like you said, I'm on that plus one twenty five. That's over there at FanDuel. Super consistent for um last year for McDowell in the road courses. So uh I think we've hit all the points here and why we kinda like him this week. I, I, one more thing I got on him I got his group over uh, on DraftKings. It's against Logano, it's against Truex, and Denny Hamlin. And those three were pretty much non-factors last year at road courses, uh, Truex and Hamlin specifically. Uh, they were running – I mean, really, they were outside the top 15 for the most part at these road courses. Toyota was not on their game all last year. Uh, and it was quite the opposite for, you know, uh, front row and McDowell um, and, and Busher, guys like that, kind of, kind of guys you wouldn't expect to normally see running up front. So I feel like the book is kind of books are still sleeping on this guy. Yeah, and also I slept on it. I forgot to put this this uh, wager in our article, so I'm kind of a kind of a dope here. I missed that one. So that'll be a betting everything with wheels exclusive. Mm. Here it is: DraftKings Group C, Michael McDowell plus two eighty. Over Logano, Truex, and Hamlin, gotta lock that in, and then uh, you know buy a subscription to the book club. Boom! There it Boom. is. Uh, so, what else do you like, Steve? I mean, we, we've we've got uh, Gibbs. I, I I would imagine you're leaning on him because he's starting to be a little more consistent, and also uh, his Xfinity success on roadies. Is that is that where we're at? Yeah, I think you got you got all the right points there. I mean, Ty so Ty Gibbs. Um, been super good in Xfinity and road courses, and uh, I guess you could say every track in Xfinity, but road courses especially seem to shine pretty well. And last couple weeks, uh, kind of stepped his game up a lot in the Cup Series. He's been a top ten, you know, top ten guy, even top five, you know, at some points in, in races. And uh, he hasn't quite finished, but I mean, that's kind of what happens with the, with these guys that are new up running up front. You see with Ross too. 
you see them you know get up and have have uh, incidents it happens but his as far as on on you know on track speed is it's it's there so i like where uh where he is in his spot 55 to 1 feels too long to me uh this is you know no, again again no stage breaks for the cup race so we should be see some long green flag runs where you, you shouldn't have to get caught up in problems you just have clean have a clean race ty gibbs um see what happens um maybe get a late restart you know how, how nascar is with you know at the end of the races they love happen. that shit, man. <laughs> so if that if, if something like that happens, Ty Gibbs could be in position, right? You know, where right where you want him to be. Yeah. So I also think it it kind of benefits him uh, to have Tyler Reddick in the you know in the garage this year. Sure. Um, Reddick is is kind of the goat right now uh, at road courses. So you would think that that you know getting a lean on on that guy and getting to see what he does in the simulator. Uh, would really be beneficial to a young cat like Ty Gibbs. So uh, hopefully, hopefully that that rubs off there, and maybe we can cash a long one. So um, you know, in the top five, Steve, it, it's we're, we're going to be laddering some of the same guys here. We're taking Kevin Harvick plus three fifty for a top five. Ty Gibbs uh, as well, and then our weekly shot on Austin Dillon. <laughs> yeah, I think. Obviously, I forgot to mention the obvious for Ty Gibbs. He's racing the Xfinity uh, race, so yeah, an, another one of those guys where I think track, ex, you know, on track experience is going to be important. You know, road course racing is is very much about knowing your braking points and just having a feel for the racetracks. So if you know how your tire where is going to be, you know where your your brake is going to be. Just having a feel that's a big jump on on the, I would say on, on the competition. So. Yeah, I mean, you know, on that point, so these cup guys, especially if they're young, the only time they've ever run at Sonoma would be in the cup series. Because like I said, it, it, the Xfinity series has never been here before. So you get a guy like Ty Gibbs who ha probably hasn't run Sonoma before. Now he gets to do it twice in one weekend. You, you'd have to think that that experience is going to be huge. I mean, and it's not just two races i mean he gets two practice sessions he gets two qualifying sessions so i mean there's there's a lot going on so that i think it's i think that's huge especially for for young cats yeah i think i think you probably saw that from ty gibbs today in practice you know guys not familiar with the racetracks he was kind of just taking it easy learning the track and that's kind of probably why his, why his lap times weren't you know all that great He's probably just learning a track and getting a feel for things. So I think tomorrow probably ramps it up some and kind of shows his usual you know, usual stuff. So yeah, yeah. And I mean, you know, this is a guy that that did a last lap pass on Kyle Larson on a road course to win one in Xfinity. So I mean, it, he's got he's got the skills. And that was Heartbreak City for us last year, wasn't it? Yeah, we don't want to see a repeat. We want to see him finish top three, you know. But bingo, and, and then carry that momentum into the next day. So exactly right. So uh, on these top fives, we're on old father time, Kevin Harvick. Like I said, what do you like about him? His track history. Uh, if I can pull up his track history, uh, and he ran good last year too. So it's not like a, it's not like a Martin Truex situation where we're just taking the track history. Um, yeah, he Kevin, was fourth. Yeah, Harvick had a chance to win the race before his pit crew kind of cost him the race there. So pace looks good. I would not normally back Kevin Harvick at a, you know most road courses. However, like I said, this is a high wear tire, a high tire wear racetrack, and Harvick is you know one of the best out there when it comes to tire management. You know, easy on the gas, uh, picking your spots to you know make passes he's just very good at managing his car and managing his uh race so i like i like him for you know top five top ten i'm not sure if he's gonna have the stuff to win like like we, like we saw last year just didn't quite have it to win the race but man certainly liking for a top five uh in this spot yeah if you look at his if you look, yeah if you look at his average finishing position um it's among it's month of you know it's among the best. He's in my uh, numbers. He's third best uh, when it comes to average finish so, in the field. So that's 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 good to me. Looks, he looks is that uh, at Sonoma? That yeah, that's Sonoma specifically for twenty one races. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, when you when you think of a road course, you don't necessarily think of Kevin Harvick, you know, like you would 
um, you know, at Phoenix or something like that. But, you know, in my data set, he's got the sixth best average finish as well. Uh, and it, it's just Mr. Consistency all the way across. Um, you know, his average running position is 16.3, which shows that he finishes better than he runs. So that kind of goes along the lines of saving your stuff, especially now with the new rules with no, no stage breaks. I think that's going to be really beneficial to guys to take it easy on their equipment. You could see comers and goers. I, I really, really like it. Give me the Wiley veteran here for a top five. Yeah, seven top fives in 21 races in his career. So that's about 33%. And you're getting that at plus 300 and plus 450 at your uh, favorite book, Bet365. Uh, 350, 350. So uh, Egg, Egg Burger is holding all the cards on that one. Um, but we're, we're locked in through proxy. There you go. Yeah. Uh, top tens. Go ahead. Unless you Austin want to talk. Dillon. Just yeah, want to talk, talk about Austin that. Dillon briefly. Talk about that clown. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> thirty to one. Uh, it's kind of it's just a numbers play to me. Austin Dillon is not the most talented guy out there. He's not kind of he's not Agreed. super flashy. <laughs> he's not going to blow your socks off. You know, no, certainly no, don't he's not. Blow your lucky socks off either. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm gonna wear them this weekend. Yeah, we need yeah. <laughs> but man, Austin Dillon is—he's just there at the finish. So you get you get a, you get a little bit of if you do get a little bit more of a crazy race, uh, Austin Dillon's—he just knows how to get up front. He doesn't always do it with raw pace, but his teammate—he's he, got Kyle Busch this year. He's been—he's—he's he's got good track history here at Sonoma, Kyle Busch. So maybe Dillon learns a few things from him. Dillon's been pretty good himself at managing tires and tire wear. So uh, kind of just. Looking to see what happens there with Dylan. Yeah, I mean, Sparking. yeah, yeah. He 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 almost cashed the big one for us last week. You know, he's just a lottery ticket play. Um, you know, he. I think, I think in the next, you know, the next round, these top tens, we're on Austin Dillon again. Surprise, surprise. Uh, but that one should make for interesting TV because I would imagine we'll probably have to be around Austin Sindrick for that top ten play. Yeah, that's interesting, right? Uh, yeah. He, I th- Austin Dillon was kind of fired up last week. He felt like he felt like he got intentionally wrecked by Austin Sindrick. So that would be interesting to see uh, if those two kind of meet up on the racetrack this week. Uh, could see some, you know, maybe see some retaliation. You never know. But uh, I like an Austin Dillon that has a little more fire in his in his veins uh, this week. That'd be cool. Yeah, watch. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, you know, and then the other top tens, we've got some some common names here. It's another week. It's another me amigo bet. Uh, you know, minus one thirty for top ten over Bet Rivers. Uh, we're on Kevin Harvick again, McDowell again, but a new name to the list: AJ Almondinger, the Dinger. That's Arch's oh, favorite here guy. We go. We're back in it. Steve, why are we getting such a good number for the Dinger to finish in the top ten? Yeah, this is interesting. Um, not one of AJ's best road courses, but I don't. It doesn't bother me because this is just a, you just need a top ten of this guy, right? So yeah, and he's he's fantastic. So yeah, I mean, it's kind of a road course, higher tire wear. We know AJ is not the best guy when it comes to tire wear, but again, it's just a top ten finish. He's been very very strong at road courses. It's it's a race where. We don't. This is not going to be like Coda. It's not going to be like the Indy Road Course. It's, we're not going to be shoving fifteen cars into turn one on a restart and just hoping your guy comes out the end of it unscathed. This, this should be, you know, a fairly manageable one, maybe two row restarts if there is restarts at the end of the, at the end of the race. So, in a situation like that, you take the guy with experience and you know. The raw talent when it comes to uh, road course racing and aging Almondinger. So minus one twenty five, super good to me. Love that. Yeah, dude. So his cup results haven't been great, you know, as far as finishes. Um, but his metrics are are pretty darn good. Now last year he was just running as like a part timer, so they were just there to collect trophies. If you asked them, that's what they would tell you. I mean, it, it was no secret. They were they would do anything it, it took to to just collect trophies. Um, so the Dinger had the third most fast laps in, in my uh, you know my my data set here. He was seventh 
in laps led. Uh, his average running position was fourth, um, but he had one of the worst closer rates, minus 6.1, you know, out of the entire field. And I think that was kind of because even in the, the race that, that Chastain won, you know, um, the Dinger was, was leading at a portion of that last lap, and then Chastain sort of dumped him, and he went to 30th. You know what I mean? So that's kind of where that negative closer rate comes in. He, he's going to take the risks. This year, though, I think uh, we might see him not maybe take that sort of risk. I know he kind of has to win one of these road courses to get in, but he might just want a really good points day uh, so that maybe he can go after it for the next four road courses. So what do you what do you think about that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the thing about AJ, he needs to win a race to make the playoffs. Sure. So um, certainly expect him to be up there. He knows this is a race. He's got to run well. He knows that um, this is one of his only shots because he's way down there in the points. So focus is going to be pretty high this week. Uh, It's going to be pretty high in the upcoming weeks because we have more road courses coming up. So uh, this is the point of season where you think, you know, this guy's going to be locked in and ready to go. Cool. Uh, well, I, I like the dinger. That's probably my favorite bet on the card is his top 10 wager over at bet 365. Fuck. So Egg's got that one too. Uh, so let's talk about matchups. These ones I can bet. We've got Tyler Reddick over Kyle Larson, Tyler Reddick over Chase Elliott. Probably the, the top three guys to keep an eye on in this race. Why are we taking Reddick? Yeah, so this is interesting. Um, you think about these matchups, and you think, you know, how good Hendrick Motorsports has been on road courses. So why are you, why are you fading Carl Larson? Why are you fading, you know, Chase Elliott? These guys, you know, have been dominant. But I'm looking at, you know, what we've seen this year is not quite what we've seen last year. Uh, and we saw Tyler Reddick just blowing the field over at Coda. So with that in mind, you kind of just feel like that's we could see a potential repeat of that this weekend. And Toyota wasn't even that strong at Coda, and they definitely weren't that strong last year on the road courses. So you, I, I did not expect to see the kind of dominance that we saw from Rennick at Coda earlier this year. So you see that coming from a guy that could be – basically in an under you know underperforming race you know race car equipment wise um maybe you know maybe even toyota's kind of figured something out between then and then and now so i expect reddick to at least duplicate what he did at circuit the americas and potentially even have some more pace if things have improved at all in the R&D side of the road course for Toyota. so Yeah, I mean, we were all over a Reddick fade at Circuit of the Americas. And, uh, you know, we were kind of convinced that it was, maybe it was the car, maybe he was good, maybe it was just like a, you know, the perfect marriage between him and RCR to be good on these, these road courses. And then we saw that Toyota was so bad the previous year we were thinking, well, no matter how good he is, you can't you can't outrun junk. And then he did. <laughs> I mean, he was incredible. He won that race like six times off of restarts in overtime. It was it was insane. Um, so he only got credit for one win, but I mean, the, the, it was just incredible uh, what he did there. So I, it's it's he is just that good. So his win number probably too short at five to one. He's going to qualify well. He's probably going to be on the front row. Um, but I, I just we, – we've got to get Reddick on the card. I think this is the best way to do it. We're getting Chase Elliott, you know, back after another week off, another week on the bench. Uh, still probably recovering from the broken leg. He missed Circuit of the Americas earlier this year. So, I mean, there's a lot of things working against him. Um, and his metrics are, are very, very close to Reddick's. So give me give me the guy that's been in the car every week. Yeah, I like what you said about Chase Elliott for sure. Now I, I like playing Reddick over Larson, but like we've like we'll, we'll see Larson have a lot of track time in the Xfinity race. So I certainly like the play over Elliott a bit more. Larson's track history uh, is pretty good as well here at Sonoma. He qualifies really well, so I think Reddick could still you know. Just 
outdo Larson in that matchup uh, and be fine. But I think he'll pretty significant. I, I think he will, he will be able to beat Elliott with a little bit larger margin uh, at just about a similar price. So that I, I, Elliott being out of the car is hurting his ability, I think, to get the job done and taking another week off. Um, maybe even losing some respect from the garage. That's what, that can always play a factor. Road courses when you're you know doing battle. So all interesting concepts and what kind of things you need to look at and think about headed into Sunday. Yeah, I mean, I, I was really hoping that Corey LaJoy, you know, put that thing in victory lane last week. Uh, so there would be a, you know, a little heat under Chase Elliott's seat. Uh, just really, you know, when I started watching NASCAR, I kind of gravitated toward Chase Elliott. And now it's like, uh, I don't care. You know, I'm kind of lukewarm on him. I, he's kind of a douchebag too. So, um, yeah, I mean, he, he, I'm just a casual observer. I wonder what being around him's like after this season. So, um, I have no problem pulling the trigger on Tyler Reddick against Chase Elliott. I love that play too. So, if I could only play two, it would be Reddick over Elliott and the Dinger top 10. Um, but yeah, I, I feel really good about this card. So we're we're definitely going to lose ten units. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's. Do you have anything else? Because I have not added anything else. That's kind of uh, kind of what I'm looking at. I, I this is a race where I really wanted to see practice, kind of like what we saw with Xfinity. Kind of see where these guys are at. Like I said, these only had one road course this year so far. So I think there's a lot of question marks. I'm not sure where you kind of want to look specifically. So, um, I do want to play Kyle Busch over Ross Chastain. I, I, there's just Kyle Busch is on the upswing. Ross has been just dog slow the last few weeks. Now, I, I get that he won on a road course before, but ever since you know the incident and you know Mr. Hendrick calling him and toning it down and all that, just. Chastain hasn't been the same guy, and the car hasn't been as good. So, um, you know, I, I like taking KFB here in Reddick's old ride. You know, that thing's probably going to be a rocket ship. Kyle Busch, you know, might have a shot to be, like, top five here. So I, I really like that that head-to-head against Ross. It pains me, but I like it. Are, are you in agreement? Yeah, I think it's that's an interesting matchup because Ross Chastain is going to have the Xfinity time on the track. Um, but what you mentioned uh, is certainly interesting. He's kind of ever since Ross had that incident with uh, Kyle Larson, he's certainly, I guess, probably had a little bit of talking to. I don't know how that's affecting him mentally. It certainly could be. Um, Kyle Busch has had good track history here. He ranks out fifth best in my numbers as far as driver rating goes for his 17 races compared to the field. Let's led over 100 laps, and like I said, he won last week. So I don't mind that play. Yeah, I mean, we saw a huge improvement from from KFB at Coda this year. I mean, he finished second behind Reddick. So um, you know, I just I think I think that team's got it going on. They already cashed their. Their season win total for us on the over. Um, you know, he's he's out of that that junk box Toyota from last year. Uh, so I, I think I think he's got it going on, and I'm 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 laying the wood on that matchup. Mm. So maybe I'm alone, maybe I'm not, but I'm I'm playing it. Yeah, also, keep in mind um, his Chastain's teammate Daniel Suarez was the better car um, this for the last time couple last of weeks here. The last week, you know, last couple of weeks, and then and then this race last year, uh, yeah. Suarez won the race and was out outperformed his teammate. So maybe you're onto something there. Probably not, but I'm playing it anyway. <laughs> uh, the other thing that stuck out, Steve, is Bet three sixty five. I, in my opinion, hung hung a bad number here for Reddick to win the pole tomorrow, plus four fifty. What do you think about that? You know, I haven't considered betting on the pole but man um yeah plus 450 for reddick for the guy that's been the best fastest car at road courses uh, my only concern is that larson's gonna have a lot of track time from xfinity and some of those other guys too reddick's not gonna be eating xfinity race i think could take him some time to warm up to the track uh, that's my only concern for that well i mean that's only one concern so 
feel like it's playable. Yeah, and he, and he will he will get a twenty minute practice session, so they, we, we he will have that on his side. And we know this car, you know, we know the next gen car is not uh, that close to Xfinity anymore, so it's not quite. You know, the gap might not be as far as it would be in the past when it comes to like a situation in qualifying where they had some track time previously. Yeah. I mean, it just feels like Larson is way too short. You know, he's the favorite plus 170, and I can't imagine laying that for a a, a pole position. So you got to think that creates value down the board. Give me Reddick. That's probably a race winning car Mm -hmm. plus 450. I'm just, I, I, I couldn't pass that up. Yeah, and yeah, you have Chase Elliott there. I think the third favorite, and he's he wasn't racing last week, so you know he's probably rusty again too. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I, I I like I like Reddick there for sure. Uh, is there anything else that sticks out to you, or is this just going to be book club stuff from here on out? Yeah, I think so. Just uh, get on in there. Let me look at the data from practice. See where these guys qualify because track position is going to be very pivotal on Sunday because of these non-stage breaks. Uh, this is kind of a one, more so a one-groove road course. So uh, if you remember Larson last year at Sonoma, he opted to take that stage win, and then he got mired back in traffic on that final stage, uh, and he never recovered despite being the fastest car. So um, you, you got to have track position. you got to be out front in clean air. That's going to be really important. So definitely want to get on our stuff uh post qualifying and and both and both races because xfinity qualifies tomorrow as well yep yep so arch where can they do that where, where can you get into the book club? uh the dgens.net or everyone hates wentz.com that's uh as in carson wentz the uh right. beloved quarterback yeah. beloved quarterback so everyone hates wentz.com or the dgens t-h-e D-E-G-E-N-S.net. You get a three-day free trial, so now would be perfect to get everything through the weekend. Uh, and then it's 25 bucks a month to stick around. So uh, join our growing community. It, it, it's pretty fun in there. We, we, you know, a lot of commentary, a lot of like-minded dudes talking baseball, football, basketball. I mean, it's a, it's a live chat. So uh, it's a good time. Mondays, we have workshops. Arch is working on a little secret sauce for the NFL. Is that right? That's right. Uh, the the brains in the lab are working on a little NFL model, and it's uh, it's looking very promising so far. So if we back tested it, and we had played it last year, Arch, how much would we have made? That we know of so far, twelve thousand dollars. Twelve thousand dollars. Betting yeah, one hundred dollar pretty- bets. That's nuts. So you'll definitely want to at least get in before football season. Again, you can do that at thedgens.net. There's a one-time, three-day free trial. And that only one time. One time. One time to settle your God complex. It's just one time. I'm not a math expert, but I think I think $12,000 would cover your entries for the, for the book club, right? It Until would. I shoot myself. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be liable for damages related to its contents.